have like <laughs> random spit up in her hair. <laughs> And I'm Lauren Learman. And welcome to the Performance Anxiety Podcast, the whenever we feel like it podcast talking about anxiety in all art forms. <laughs> Today's guest I'm about to introduce, she's a social worker, positive psychology enthusiast, and most importantly, a people person. Her mission is to provide a platform for passionate professionals in entertainment, education, and social activism to share their stories and perspectives. Guests on her show include entrepreneurs, musicians, social activists, life coaches, actors, and more. She also celebrates underrepresented people of different intersectionalities and promotes and honors her own heritage and culture. Welcome to the show, Shang Elizabeth Lore. Yay! Woo-hoo. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, this is fun. It's kind of weird to be on this side I know. of the table, to be honest. But I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm really also really excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you. Um, uh, for those that do not know, Shang runs this amazing podcast called The Social Exchange, which I'm sure we will promote throughout this podcast. <laughs> um, but she is truly one of just, I'm so excited to have you on the show, Shang. Like, she's one of the, like, she's so, I'm just going to go off about how much I'm <laughs> You should go for it. It's like, stop this it, is keep a 15, going. This is a 15 minute, <laughs> fu- this is a 15 minute podcast about how much I love Shang. 13 and minutes of it is just about how cool I am. <laughs> Yes, it's just about how beautiful and good at her job she is and wonderful and how I love podcasting with her because I'm also on an episode or two of the You uh, have co-hosted. Exchange. You've been a guest. You've co-hosted. Yes. We're actual besties it's outside true. of this. So We also got, like, you know, we sometimes just go sit at a bar and just have, like, oh, look at us. Here like, dress go. up extra glam and yes. talk about everything under the sun. Our traumas. Everything. <laughs> well, now I'm sad I've never been invited to do that. Well, okay, now we're, you we're doing this right after this. Yes. Okay. Okay. You are invited. I, I did wear a really cute outfit today, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> yes, your besties now. So I have so since starting um, this pod, since starting the social exchange, what has been like the most like nervous or anxious that you felt? That's a big question because I feel like so I started. Just to rewind, like I started this podcast because my friend Addie, who you know, Addie and I wanted to explore like a different part of ourselves and grow because we both have horrible anxiety. Like, after, like our anxieties are similar but very different. Hers are very like socially based, whereas mine are like it's perfectionist based. Like I need to make sure that I am growing. Do like I put a lot of pressure on myself. So when we started this, we're like, well, this is a good outlet for us to just explore different. Um, growth areas and our anxiety and so it's really interesting that you guys even invited me on this because Addie and I struggle a lot with anxiety and I don't do well with public speaking I freak out sometimes I'm like way out it's like an out of body experience and so this podcast has been something that like I'm very grateful for the learning experience that I've had through this like just how much I've grown as an individual and as like a professional um, but yeah throughout the entire journey I was most nervous in the beginning naturally so because I had no idea what I was doing Addie and I both had zero clue what we were doing and um, like obviously our first episode was inviting our friends on so that was really scary because I think at times people think in front of strangers you're more nervous but it's really in front of people you love and respect that knows 
knows you and you know them. No and idea you kinda, about that right <laughs> <laughs> You kind of have like this bar, right? Like that you set for yourself that you want to impress them and do well. And so our very first guest was uh, Justin J. Arnold. He's an incredible musician, a very dear friend of mine, and Dylan Martinson. And so when they accepted our invite, I was so nervous. We had no agenda. We had no idea what we were doing. We did not dress well, nor did we look cute. We were on, This is a podcast that, that my brother films on camera, 4K. And so we did not do anything with ourselves. Um, so I would say like the earlier episodes, and you were, you were our guest on, on episode two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I think it was just scary because we had no idea what we were doing. It was like scary, exciting, but like scary, like, yeah, like we had nothing planned, like no agenda. And so I think throughout the journey, I learned more and more about the type of host I wanted to be and refined my show a little bit more. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's how you kind of pushed through it then was just being like, this is something that I know I, I really want to do. Yeah. Like you have to make a lot of mistakes in order for you to know what you want, but also it was a test, like a trial and error to see if, do I really want to continue doing this? Is this something that was just for fun? That was just cool to have with a friend or was this something that, um, you seriously wanted to spend time and intentionally put time, um, in your days and weeks to make sure that you are producing a really good episode, really good content. And for me, it became something that meant a lot to me. And so, yeah, that's, that's why I'm here. (laughs) Which is fantastic. And I, I've been not only a guest, but a listener like since then and, even just seeing the evolution of like when it started and where you are now. Starting this podcast, there was so much I didn't know. And an aspect of it was the business aspect of things. Like, how are you going to, like, what kind of business do you want? Like, what what do you want out of this? Like, is it going to be a monetary type of thing? Like, so what is your mission? I really found out through the entire process of like, looking at this from a professional standpoint, I am not a business person at all, like at all. And uh, so where I was going with this is I learned a lot about like the type of content I wanted to make. And the reason why there's so many different types of people on my show is because these are people that are like a little bit of me, like they're an extension of what I want to put out there because it represents who I am and my growth and evolution. You know, I love that word Um, because I really have evolved a lot throughout this entire journey. And so people or like normal people who look at um, this from a business standpoint, they're like, well, who, like, who are your, like, what's your, who are your viewers? What's your population you're trying to reach? And I really don't have an answer to that. And so I really just reach out to people that I have established like such a rapport and like trust with, but I genuinely like them. Like I genuinely like them as humans. They are my friends. Like that's why we're here. You are my friend. And these are people I'm really inspired by and I'm motivated by. And that's why they're on my show. Like I handpick them. And so, yes, there's been a lot of different people on my show, but I also do try to tackle like issues that are like heavier. You know, we talked a lot about the different social, political things. I don't know if you've heard about all these political things that's been happening Absolutely in the last not. year. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Um, we do try to like capture some of those things too, like nuances of that with our guests. Um, and then I really enjoy the like educational part of things, like where you can maybe learn something from an episode but like just me being me I just like really incredible people who are funny you funny uh, um talented like I just want to enjoy music sometimes and keep it lighthearted. 
And so I think really the show is more like an extension of who I am versus like for a specific audience, if that makes sense. I'm selfish is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Honestly, no, you're not. Um, I don't think that's selfish at all. You know, it's clearly a passion project. And so to put it all on one brand is not following your passion. It's, you know, trying to fit in a box. And yeah, I just met you today, but I can tell there's no fitting you in a box. Nope. Claustrophobic AF. (laughs) No, you can't fit me in any kind of a box. I think I just really go where like my heart is and the people who are part of the show, every episode, like every person is somebody that I enjoy, am inspired by, or absolutely am friends with and love and respect. So... Yeah, yeah, so since you do know most of the guests that are coming on, and I know we touched on this a little earlier when you said it's sometimes more anxious to perform in front of people that you know rather than a stranger, what was like a guest on your show that at first you were like, I'm so excited, oh my God, am oh my I going to fuck this up? <laughs> Honestly, like, it has to be Celebrity Chef Yiving. Oh my God. Yes. I am... Like, I, I mean, I love every person on my show. Obviously, I'm inspired by them, but I had never met him prior to this episode. And he is, like, so well-known. He's somebody in just in our, like, the Hmong community, but just in general. Like, he's won so many awards, has been on Bon Appetit magazine. Um, like, just, I can't even name. He's got two restaurants. Like, all these things, right? His, he's got a long list of things that he's accomplished. Like, even when I did his intro, I was like, okay, I need five breaths here because he's (laughs) done so much. And so I had never met him before this day, but when I met him, I was not only fangirling, but he actually was the most down-to-earth individual. Like, he was just the nicest, most relatable. Like, him and I still text here and there. Like, he he's just so incredible. So I was so nervous, and I overly prepared, I think. If you watched back on the episode, I feel like an idiot because I overly prepared, and I didn't let him, like, <laughs> speak his truth, you know, because I'm like, I know everything about you. <laughs> <laughs> what, like you did in third grade, everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say his was the very first episode where I was genuinely petrified and yeah I mean there's been a couple other guests too um after him that I I feel like I'm just always nervous and I you know like don't know how but I channel it into like excitement when I'm actually talking to them so yeah yeah 100% that's first off that episode was also amazing I love that episode a lot and Please tell me he did make you food, right? I mean, not yet. Rude. Like, shout out to him. We did talk a couple of, uh, I, I feel like a week or two ago. Um, I wanted to go to the cities just just to try his food. And they are down right now just because of COVID and things. But I have not eaten his food yet. But that is still something I aspire to do. You should put that in the contract for the next time. <laughs> yeah. you, bring me plate of food. you have to cater the entire event <laughs> in order for you to be a, a distinguished guest. Right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> but talking about like heavier topics and stuff so you as a Hmong woman living especially in a mostly white city do you feel that there is like a different pressure on you when you are performing yeah like I thought about that because I did my research 20 minutes before I came here (laughs) kind of read some of these questions um I didn't really have like a lot of thought about that like I think the one thing I will say is I'm used to being in a really overly white space and so I am comfortable in being a white space in in, in a white space and I don't know if that is good or bad it's just really genuinely who I am you know I'm used to that but I will say like after I started the podcast 
Um, I did get a lot of messages and people, you know, who will pressure me into saying, well, you should be doing more with like Hmong guests. You should really be highlighting these types of issues in our community, you know, and there was a lot of pressure there. And I thought a lot about it. Like I did feel genuinely bad and I, I do want to highlight those things. But I think another part of it too is I don't think that I know enough about certain issues to speak on someone's behalf. So I, I genuinely can speak to my personal experiences and like people that I know here in like the Midwest, right? But I couldn't represent present, you know, an entire Hmong population in California or like in Thailand or, you know, or like even a whole generation, um, like my parents' generation, I couldn't really speak to how they feel and things. So yeah, like, yes, there's pressure there that exists, but like the other part of me is that I can't really please everybody. Like I have to just do what's genuine to me and what makes sense to me. And I'm still learning too, even as a woman of color, like I don't know everything yet. I am certainly putting an intentional effort to learn, but I don't know everything yet. And so that's like where my humility lies is like, I would love to be able to have a platform where I can maybe have issues in our community be under like, you know, analyzed or like under a microscope where it can really have guests come on and talk about those things. But I just don't think I know enough about it. And I wouldn't want to like even offend people to, to attempt that, you know. And so I'm still learning. And so, yeah, like to answer your question, I do think that there's pressure. But I at the end of the day, I can only do me, <laughs> you know, be myself. Yeah, so. which is amazing. Well, thank you. Do you feel that you have to avoid like certain opportunities? Because of, like you said, like you, you don't know as much about something or do you feel that you have to like, oh, I need to avoid this because of my, because of who I am as a person. Yeah. Like, so I think there's layers to that. I have had people approach me with projects or just ideas or wanting to come on the show and it has nothing to do with them. Like it's sometimes I feel like I'm not good enough for them. And like, to be really honest, there was, um, this uh, it's B1G1 is the organization and everybody can look them up, but they approached me and asked if I would have their CEO on the show. And I did some research and she's like legit, the real deal, like beautiful, like incredible, smart, articulate, like there's videos and things out there. And, I declined it only because I just didn't think number one that I could I just like I think it was like a like like I, like I was shocked that anybody would even care enough to like want to be on my show so I didn't think that that was maybe the right space but then the other part of it is like I just simply didn't think that I knew enough about what they did and I, I you could do your research and stuff but I'm like I'm so I don't know I just need to know that I'm like genuinely invested and not just doing it because it'll have more views or something like that. And so, cause they definitely have good followers and a good, you know, amount of people and traction with their platform. But yeah, like there's been times where I feel like, you know, things have been presented to me and I just don't think I'm either ready yet, not good enough yet. And maybe that's my low self-esteem, everybody. That's a first, cause I'm usually <laughs> talking about my ego 100%. <laughs> but like, I think it's that too, but also it needs to always come back to like that genuine place. Like, do I really feel like my heart and soul, like, will I like bleed, sweat, like lose sleep over this if I don't have it? And I, I did tell them that like at this time, it's just not a good fit. But yeah, like there's those types of pressures too. And then um, to answer your question, I think the other part of it is um, avoiding opportunities, not so much avoiding, but sometimes I feel like knowing that I have to go into a space where it's 
unfamiliar or I don't like not like not that I don't feel comfortable because I will elbow myself into any situation right it's like sometimes I don't know if it's worth the energy to get the end result like the return on the investment kind of thing so like for example going back to just like the business aspect of things like I've met with Adam Akala who's incredible beautiful amazing and we've talked about like financial opportunities like how to fund the podcast or how to fund different um shows and things that I could have as an extension of the podcast um and there's just some things that I not that I avoid it but I'm like postponing it maybe is the best way to use that word because I just don't think that um I'm ready to be in that space yet like if I'm going to be in that space I want to know my stuff I want to be serious about it I want to have done right my research and I want to know that I'm capable of like doing it justice but like legitimately that makes that is valid though and honestly I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass because I do that on a daily basis, but not just because like I want to, but because like I genuinely think you are this amazing person. I just think that when you were talking about with that CEO, that is something that just says something about you as a person and like the integrity that you have though, is like you did not, as you felt with your other guests, you knew this person. Like you didn't know if you genuinely liked them. Yeah. And you may have liked what they've done, but you weren't sure if you had that connection like you did with your other guests. Yeah, I think that's what it is, is I need to know for sure that that's a person that would be an extension of me, you know, and and the show really is something that's very personal to me. And so do I want it for views and popularity and fame and all that stuff? Or do I and money like I clearly I'm not making money, guys. I'm negative, by the way. (laughs) So do I want it to be like that or do I want it to be content that I can look back at, like, as archived content that I'm, like, so proud of? Or just to see, like, the growth in me, too. Again, it goes back to my growth, like, you know, working through my public, like, speaking anxiety or just speaking in general. Like, I do have a lot of anxiety around that. And, um, yeah, I think it's it's definitely more of a passion project than anything, so. Yeah, and do you feel that helps a lot with your anxiety for, like, public speaking? Like, the podcast in general? Yeah, or? just, yeah. like, these, this, the, like, as a passion project. Yeah, I think, um, so my, one of my, <laughs> my background, guys, um, is I want to go into uh, counseling psychology, and so I've done, class. I'm applying for my PhD, everybody, um, <gasps> for counseling psychology, and so I do want to eventually be um, a psychotherapist, and so it helps me in that realm, too, is to, like, understand people, and I tend to, as this uh, ringer told me to, you know, shut up, um, I tend to talk a lot, and I need to work on my active listening skills and so my podcast has helped me a lot about being present in conversations and being like actively listening and responding accordingly like that's helped me a lot too um and then just in general yeah like public speaking and like doing research on people like a stalker would okay <laughs> doing research and like genuinely understanding how you're going to compile different questions like it's helped me with so many different facets of my life for sure and like it's just been life-changing so that's awesome And it's really nice that you're able to, like, see that, which is hilarious because our last, well, in this recording session, who knows in the economy when this goes out. Right. But uh, another guest that we had on previously, uh, Kristen Ruka, who you know. She's so cute. Oh, my God. I love her. She's (laughs) actually the best. She um, talked a little bit about the anxiety of getting her PhD. So to hear you're also going for it, you know, maybe listen to her episode and, like, get pointers. 100%. And be like... This is how I got through it. Hello. 
I am amazing, and my name's Kristen. Still podcast. I'm still talking about how great still, she is. still. It it has become the compliment Kristen Ruka show. <laughs> that is. That's just gonna be you every know, episode. Kristen needs to just come back and like do some Zumba for us. Yes, so I can get fit with with Kristen. Get fit with Kristen. That's her new business name. Yep. Let's do it. We're, we've made it. It's going to be a thing. <laughs> but I do think, like, don't you both feel like everyone has a varying degree of some sort of anxiety? Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, some yeah. are obviously more noticeable. Like, I feel like mine are in certain spaces. But, you know, obviously, I'm a very friendly person, very outgoing. I really do have, like, wonderful people around me. Like, people would not think I have social anxiety. But one of my biggest things, I tell everybody this... I have the worst social anxiety when you, you know, when you're going into like a, let's say a theater or like I was going to music in the park, seeing um, friends who are performing. I was trying to find other friends. Like that's like where I get my worst anxiety is like <laughs> trying to find friends in a large crowd. And so anyway, yeah, I do think that everybody struggles with anxiety. So I really like your guys' platform a lot. Thanks. It addresses that. Well, speaking of that, like what can you, what can you, what can any of us do or what do you think can be done to help you feel more confident in that aspect of it? Like, not even just as a podcaster, but mm-hmm. as a woman of color living in a mostly like white neighborhood. Like, what can people like us do to help you make it feel like that, oh, I don't want to have to hide this part of me because of who I am and that sort of thing? Yeah, like, I think like what works for me as an individual is just how I prepare every episode or even like if I have to do a speaking engagement, you just need to spend a lot of meaningful time practicing. It's really a lot of like practicing. And even as I do research on individuals that come on, um, I do a a pre-interview, get to know them. So I'm just more comfortable. They're more comfortable and really just a lot of practicing and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So if you are, let's say, really nervous to do um, improv like I was, she did fine do it anyway (laughs) you know you just do it anyway because it's not really a space that you're comfortable in but you don't grow without being like uncomfortable and so like just doing something trying something new and even if you look like an idiot like being able to get enough therapy to redeem yourself (laughs) from you from you thousands of dollars this to make is, your drama sidebar this is really just for me to run my next business of counseling <laughs> so that upcoming projects question <laughs> I mean I, sign, sign me up because I definitely need some therapy and we click so this oh, yes, we yes. definitely I'm first on your list uh, the waiting list has Got started okay, everybody awesome. get behind me with that I love it and I love having you on the show so much already Obviously, I think we need to have you back to talk about uh, more once. Yeah, I'm down. Yes, yes. We're already at like a half hour. I mean, we already have <laughs> Lauren booking her psychology appointments. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but do you have any other upcoming projects or events that you want to promote? You know, like, so it's been a really interesting year and I have a couple of things that I'm in the works like I'm working with 95.9 GMs right now on some music stuff um but honestly like I want to make sure that the next part it's it's the third season of my podcast is really going to be honed in on more like um special topic interests and so um without giving like too much away we're trying to do more like um like a docu-series So you still have the same values of what every episode or content would 
consist of like getting to know somebody and kind of like what makes them tick and like learning more about their interests and things and their passions, but really getting like their stories in their environment versus like in my home, my creepy basement, because I'm filming out of my home right now. Your basement is not creepy. <laughs> I've seen the videos. It's, it's like beautiful. come to my basement and film with me on 4K, guys. <laughs> that's, that's almost like Silence of the Lambs right there. <laughs> I'll wheel down some lotion. It'll be fine. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, so I don't even know what I was saying, but yeah, like I, that's more of like where I'm looking towards is authentically and genuinely being in their space so that they're 100% themselves and like doing more of those types of projects. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, like just look me up. Facebook is really where I get most of my traction. YouTube. Um, I, again, I do video um podcasting so you can see how we actually look in our non-verbals which is really important you can see her perfect hair yes <laughs> it's not, not fair oh stop it keep going <laughs> <laughs> like so you get that but also you can just find me on any platform if you want to just listen to me while you're working um my voice is not annoying at all um, I don't so, <laughs> um so yeah like that's you know so the social exchange project yeah so and i'm really excited for that third season that sounds I know you're not going to get a lot away, but I am definitely going to keep posted on when that comes out. Awesome. Absolutely. And we will, like, you'll... We'll We'll do more improv, like, hang out. Absolutely. And now (laughs) that you said you have to try things, now you have to audition for a show. Yes. Okay, I'll be the narrator, like I said. Yes. The sexy narrator. I'm going to write a show with a sexy narrator just for you. (laughs) Down. you in mind. There we go. That'll be great. And, like, sin. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Well, on that note, go check out the Social Exchange Project. There's a lot of amazing episodes. There's two where I'm on. You can skip those if you want. No, don't skip those. Don't skip them. I look like trash. (laughs) (laughs) She looks amazing. I'm the trash monster that they invited on. But there are some, honestly, like, it's an amazing podcast. Like, Shang does amazing work. Your brother is a really good camera person. Like, he's so good. And he's also just so nice. He's so nice. Also, tell him I'm sorry I never emailed him back. I just, like, forgot. You can tell him now. <laughs> I, listen. I will, like, who knows? This is just for you. Shh. Everyone, everyone, stop listening. Except for Shane's brother. Listen. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm bringing it back now. Everybody else, can, you can come back in the room now. <laughs> Cookies are on the side. Okay. Either way, go check out Social Exchange Project. Follow Shang on everything, especially TikTok. Stop me out. Yes, do it. <laughs> She's so good. And, you know, I think we're good. That, that's it for now. For now. Shang, thanks we're again. We're definitely going to have Thank you, you back. Thank you so this much for having great. me. You both are so adorable, first that's of all. Amazing. I love this platform, and I just think what you're doing is so great, and I'd like to continue to learn more and, like, do more with you guys. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, thanks again. And, uh, well, I'm Tabitha Tatro. And I'm Lauren Learman. And we still don't have an outro, so (laughs) deal with it. (laughs) The Performance Anxiety Podcast is brought to you by Performance Anxiety, Inc. For more information about our mission, upcoming projects, and how to get involved, visit us at the link in the episode note.